Are you looking for sports talk centered around the latest odds and profits for college and pro football? Look no further than Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Their winning team of experts, led by Scott Farrell, are analyzing the lines and odds for every game and updating the latest player props and team win totals. Their quarterback situation is an absolute mess. With a win total of nine and a half, I'm hammering the under. Become a better, better with Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 159, and on the SXM app to hear Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Activate your radio by calling 844-711-8800 or visiting SiriusXM.com slash go. It has been a difficult time for our country, in particular, black people in our country. First, my condolences to the families of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and all the families who have endured police brutality. We, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. We, the National Football League, believe black lives matter. I personally protest with you and want to be part of the much needed change in this country. Without black players, there would be no National Football League. And the protests around the country are emblematic of the centuries of silence, inequality, and oppression of black players, coaches, fans, and staff. We are listening. I am listening. And I will be reaching out to players who have raised their voices and others on how we can improve and go forward for a better and more united NFL family. No other. Hey, yo, you got the wrist from the Wu-Tang Clan. It's your homie Ice Cube. Yo, this is the Queen Latifah. It's your boy Bush Rhymes. What up, though? It's your boy Big Snoop Dogg. Curated by the greatest. Real hip-hop fans that love hip-hop music. This is for you. LL Cool J's Rock the Bells Radio. Channel 43. To hear LL Cool J's Rock the Bells Radio, activate your radio by calling 844-711-8800 or visiting SiriusXM.com. Flash go. Yo, the movement has already begun. Where are you? You deserve the best. With the SiriusXM Platinum VIP plan, you can unlock the ultimate listening experience in up to two cars and stream anywhere with two app logins. Enjoy our greatest content, opportunities for live VIP experiences, and prioritize customer care. Plus, get access to over 5,000 audio and video concert recordings through nugs.net. Call 844-711-8800 and become a VIP. Offer details apply. Not available in Canada. Us, we're bringing you the next generation of IM athletes to fashion talk with paper Rap. We unravel sports, culture, music, and everything in between. Plus, appearances from the IM athlete family like Deshaun Jackson, Steven Jackson, and special guests like Paul Pierce and Shaq, and anybody in hip-hop and sports. IM athlete presents paper Rap. Unscripted and unfiltered. Weeknights at 7 Eastern on Faction Talk, Channel 103. And everywhere on the SiriusXM app. <laughs> there you go now. I think every oh, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> 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 
podcast. With the SiriusXM Platinum VIP plan, you can unlock the ultimate listening experience in up to two cars and stream anywhere with two app logins. Enjoy our greatest content, opportunities for live VIP experiences, and prioritize customer care. Plus, get access to over 5,000 audio and video concert recordings through nugs.net. Call 844-711-8800 and become a VIP. Offer details apply. Not available in Canada. On your phone? I can't believe it! Every game, all season, it's all on the SXM app. Sports the way they're meant to be heard. With your hometown announcers, just to tap away. Search for your team and tap the star on the corner of the screen and save it as your favorite. And it is gone! An incredible finish! And if you love college sports, when the game is on, just search for your school. It's always a home game when you listen to sports on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers. Imagine a long road trip where the designated DJ isn't forced to flip from station to station, avoiding commercials and trying desperately to find a signal, where you're not forced to resort to endless rounds of the license plate game to kill time. Stop imagining and start listening to commercial-free music from nearly every genre, coast to coast. Subscribe to Sirius XM, and your music stays with you wherever you hit the interstate or take the back roads. Call 844-711-8800 to activate your radio now. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to East Street Radio. You're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's get ready to rumble! Welcome to the show! My name is Dragon of Big C Sports. This is Big C Sports coming to you worldwide on the Big C Sports Network, on the number one network in the United States of America. And Big C Sports has been voted the number one sports show in the universe, according to me and people who have 28 podcast applications. What a beautiful day! In the neighborhood, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Want to be my? Want to be my? Want to be my neighbor? Shut up! I think people don't like me bringing the neighborhood together. When it's three o'clock in the morning, I gotta reset my clock. If you don't have to reset your clock, you can follow Big Sports 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Today is a beautiful Monday, September the 18th, in Bendale Hills, California, and the skies are bluer, and it's not so it's not so hot in Bendale Hills. You can follow us on Google, Alexa, Spotify, Speaker Podcast, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio Podcast, Amazon Podcast, CastBox Podcast, Diesel Podcast, Podcast Addict, Podchaser. You can also follow us on, on Good Pods, the Geosavon Podcast out of London, England, as well as India and Africa, Podtail YouTube, Hub Hopper Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Radio Line, Repod Podcast, Luminary Podcast, Listen Notes, Podcast Wise, Pod Bing, Verbal Podcast, Podcast Policy, Podcast in Public, and the only one that doesn't scare me, but it used to. It's called AllFeast.ai. Give that some praise. The robots are trying to take over. California Governor Gavin Newsom, you have to decide if he will allow autonomous trucks to drive across the roads and them their hills, or must they have a human being 
accompanying that truck that's autonomous driving. What happens if the grid goes down and sometimes your computer doesn't work? You get locked out. You need a person there. Give having people and trucks some praise. Really do appreciate that. You can also follow BHC Sports Podcast streaming OTT on four TV platforms all across the universe. Xfinity, Comcast TV, Apple TV, Roku TV, Online Fire TV. And I really do appreciate that. I want to tell you something that I love doing on this beautiful September the 18th. 2023. I love paying homage to our Veterans Crisis Hotline. They really are experienced helping veterans and their loved ones get help if you know anybody going through issues, especially a veteran. You can give them a number for help. They will stand in their head to get our veterans some help. 800-273-8255. That's 800-273-8255. You can text 838-255. That's 838-8255. 255. If you're online, simply go to veteranscrisisline.net. That's veteranscrisisline.net. And you can give them some praise because we all need somebody to lean on. I know I need somebody to lean on. And we all do, especially our Veterans Crisis Hotline. Also want to say thank you to Xfinity Comcast TV and Comcast Spotlight Effect TV for presenting Blue Sports to the universe. Just like in Genesis 1 3. God said, reparations now, reparations forever. Even the NFL, and God also said, let there be light, like shining light on the subject. Even the National Football League, I was I was watching the game last night in Dimdare Hills, Massachusetts, otherwise known as Foxborough, a suburb of Boston. And at the end of the end zone, it said, in racism. And on the other end, of the end zone is said it takes all of us. I want to give that some praise. Whoever in the NFL came up with that, it takes all of us and end racism. Give that some praise because because I think what they should say is reparations now, reparations forever. Because that's what it really is about. That's how you end racism. You honor President Abraham Lincoln, and I think it's a soft way of getting people to see that it takes all of us. It takes all of us to do what's right for our country in honoring President Abraham Lincoln. Give honoring President Abraham Lincoln some praise. I really do appreciate that. Also, I want to I wanna get into some sports, but I also want to pay homage to everything that's happened in, in when it comes to Big C Sports being put together. I love paying homage to all the great things that are going on right now in my life, and I love having the show and the platform to just open up more doors. I believe when you either lead, you either follow, or you get out of the way, and I like to lead as much as I can. I do want to pay homage to the Associated Press, Janie Harn. She wrote an article on reparations. It was March 29th, 2023, and I know the NFL can listen to this because I played a segment where Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, he talked about ending racism, but the way you end racism, according to President Abraham Lincoln, he said reparations now, reparations forever. That's how he talked about ending racism. It's not a slogan. It's an act. It's called an executive order. Janie Hart did an article on reparations. She called the sports show, Big C Sports Podcast. She wrote the article on March 29th, 2023. She called me and I said, how'd you get my number? She said, we have our ways. I said, what made, me, what made you call me? She said, because I heard you speak. And, and she said, you're, you're different. You're not like the others. And so she asked me my thoughts on reparations. The same thing I'm saying to the NFL. It's great that you put in racism on the backside of your end zones, right by the goalposts where people can read it and see it on every score. And I would just like to add 
at what we really need to talk about is honoring President President Abraham Lincoln, and he said, "Reparations now, reparations forever." It's a good start, though, because you have to let people know this is only right. We stood behind the Me Too movement, and now it's time to stand behind the reparations movement. Really, do appreciate that. I want to also, I want to talk about something that's important especially for all of our brethren around this country and our Congress that wants to do the right thing when it comes to reparation. It's not just Big C Sports talking about it. You heard the commissioner of the NFL. But it's more than just saying, let's end something. How do you end something? It's like, how do we, we all need air in our tires. It's one thing to sit around and say we need air in our tires. It's another thing to get a pump and pump up the tire. Let's pump up that tire. Get your cell phones out. I have a quiz. I love giving out a quiz. And if you Google it, you're going to get the right answers. You got three seconds. One, two, three. Google Survivors Today Act of 2017. And I thank Roger Goodell for having that message on any racism. It's a good start by the NFL. It says the Justice for Uncompensated Survivors Today Act of 2017 is United States legislation. Not NFL football legislation, but United States legislation. That requires the State Department to report to Congress on steps that 47 countries in Europe have taken to compensate Holocaust survivors and their heirs for assets seized by Nazi Germany and post-war communist governments. Now we need to have that same thing done for the sentence of chattel slavery because of the whole world profited when it comes to that. I want to pay homage to the California Reparations Task Force before I even get into some sports because it's important to me. And it should be important to you and anyone who stands for liberty and justice for all in communication with the senator, the top senator of the United States of America, Senator Stephen Bradford out of California. But I want to do what no other sports show in the universe is doing. I pay homage to what Roger Goodell was talking about with the NFL and what they had on the back of end zones from East Coast to West Coast. And... It said, in racism, right by the goalpost. And it said, it takes all of us. A slogan is great, but reparations is better. You want slogans or reparations? And I'm telling you, I want reparations now, and I want reparations now, but that's what President Abraham Lincoln, he said. I want to give honor, pay homage to the California Reparations Task Force, mandated by California Governor Gavin Newsom. It's so important. The chair, Camila Moore, attorney, brilliant. Give us some praise. I want to pay homage to Dr. Amos C. Brown, the vice chair of the task force. He's brilliant. Give him praise. Want to pay homage to the best senator in the California and also the United States, Senator Stephen Bradford. He's brilliant. Give him some praise. Want to pay homage to council member Monica Montgomery Stepping. She's brilliant. Love giving her praise. Paying homage to assembly member Reginald Jones Sawyer. He's brilliant. I want to give him some praise. Dr. Michelle Brills, she's brilliant. I love giving her praise. Attorney Lisa Holder, she's brilliant. I love giving her some praise. Dr. Javon Scott Lewis, professor at California Berkeley, he's brilliant. I want to give him some praise. And Attorney Donald K. Tamaki, he's brilliant. I want to give him all some praise. And you can give him praise to some amazing sports. To you, it's all fair and loving where I love when people get together. And do the right thing. Also, want to just say thank you to, to this is CNN for sponsoring us, a Big C Sports podcast. Really do appreciate that. I want to hand out again because reparations are so powerful. 
And as people give it praise, I want to give thanks to special thanks to Double O, a, an advocate and someone who's very, very astute when it comes to reparations and platforms. She sent me over Executive Order 13985 that came signed by President Joe Biden. It's further advancing racial equity and support for underserved communities through this federal government. And that comes right out of the White House. I love giving that praise because a lot of people, they just don't know that. And that came from Double O. So that's my story, and I'm sticking with it. But really, what would the NFL do about reparations? They started. They started by acknowledging that racism is a big issue in our country. And there are a lot of good people, black and white. So some mainstream media, they want to make it about black and white. Who's going to pay taxes, more taxes? It's about the federal government right and the wrong. And we should, we should have as much passion about that as we have for a touchdown. Home runs, three-point play. Old Man Willie, he's going all the way. We love seeing Old Man Willie go all the way. That was by a great announcer for the Oakland for the Oakland Raiders back in the day, the late, great Bill King. He would say, Old Man Willie, he's going all the way. And that was when the Raiders were having a, a Super Bowl victory over the Minnesota Vikings back then, if that makes sense to you. I want to get on some things. There's a lot to cover today, and there's more NFL football being played tonight. I do always make sure that I honor my family legacy when I do a show because I'm the only sports show in the universe. I like to honor where I came from. There are people talking about honoring where they came from and wanting reparations, and they don't even know where they come from. I want to praise on my beautiful mother's side, my great-grandmother called her mama, beautiful, loving, kind woman, always making sure lots of love in the family and lots of food in the belly. Really do appreciate her. And then my beautiful grandfather called him Pop, former military man and former Negro League baseball player, known around his church buddies as making the best moonshine in the history of the universe. Ever saying, boys, get out of that barn now. How many times I got to tell you, get out of that barn. We, we, found, we, we found where the moonshine was. And we would try to give it to the chickens to get them to confess which came first, the chicken or the egg. <laughs> no matter how many times we gave the chickens some moonshine, they, they never they never they never fessed up. <laughs> so we're still trying to find out through that survey who came first, the chicken or the egg, if that makes sense to you. I also want to praise my beautiful grandmother, Mud dear, beautiful, loving, kind woman, always making sure lots of love in the family. And she was actually she was actually a seer. She could off the top look at a person and tell you a lot about their past, their present, and their future. You couldn't lie to her because she could feel it in her gut. She could tell you about things that she saw without even being there. And sometimes I can do the same thing. I also want to say she's always with me to this day. And then my beautiful grandfather, Hezekiah, another one of a person, can look at a person and tell you a lot about their past, their present, and their future. Nowadays, they call it intuition. Or they call them psychics. And then I can always depend on my mama, the most beautiful mama in the history of the universe. Started a Head Start program, a food program, and they coached an all-boys Little League baseball team to the championship of the universe. Always saying, rise and shine, give my mama some praise. Come on, started a Head Start program, a food program, and coached an all-boys Little League baseball team to the championship of the universe. Best person I've ever met in my life. Really do appreciate my mama. And at the church, everybody wanted Mrs. Curry's cooking. At a restaurant, everybody wanted Mrs. Curry's cooking. And at home, everybody wanted mama's cooking. She'd often say, son, how many plates have you had? I said, mama, plates are baby crap. And what I'm looking for, I'm looking for my reparations. <laughs> I, I, I thought that would get funny 
but it got less funny as I had to go to my room sometimes for a speech. At the same time, I love my mom with all my heart, my body, and soul. Best person I ever met in my life. And then on my father's side, my beautiful grandfather, Albert Curry, a former pastor, had two churches in Oakland. He also said what Roger Goodell said in racism. He also built the third church in Central California with his own hands. And then he had two gas stations that he owned in Oakland, one on Badcroft, the other on Foothill. Really do appreciate him. Very smart man. But what I'm really proud of is my granddaddy. He owned 40 acres of land. It was like the Emancipation Proclamation where he owned 40 acres of land. And that, to me, is very accomplished that he had that. And here his grandsons talking about reparations and the Emancipation Proclamation, 40 acres of the mill. Really do appreciate him. Then my beautiful grandmother called her Alberta Curry working side by side with my granddaddy with the two churches in Oakland and building a third church in Central California. And then at the same time, when I think about what they were doing, she helped with the two gas stations in Oakland. But one happened when I was eight years old. I'll never forget. I was walking through a hallway. I was walking about 10 o'clock at night. I felt someone touch me in my forehead. And she said, excuse me, young man, are you going to go get some more cookies? I said, what are you doing up? It's 10 o'clock at night. Normally you go out of bed by, by 8.30. And she said, what are you doing? Are you going to get some more cookies? I said, cookies are baby crap to me, Grandma. I'm going to get my reparations. <laughs> she was practicing that when I was a young boy. But she said there's something about your voice. I love hearing you speak. It isn't it ironic about 28 podcast applications all across the universe? Beautiful father, former United States Air Force fighter pilot, chief mechanic. Always making sure airplanes can fly high so we can all stay safe at night. Always stand, develop your mind to its highest extent. And then in the Air Force, my father's roommate was the late Al Freeman Jr., who played the Honorable Elijah Muhammad in one of my favorite movies, Malcolm X, that was written and produced by the great Spike Lee and acted by my favorite actor, the great Denzel Washington. And, and I think Denzel... I'm not going to keep asking Denzel to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to say reparations now. Reparations forever. Again, that's a praise. It's amazing how sometimes people just want to see who can support them. And I'm proud when Roger Goodell came out and talked about ending racism. I mean, that's great. It's a great start. Some people say, oh, he's not doing enough. But what if every, every CEO in corporate America said the same thing? Because... Reparations, it will stimulate the economy. Now, find me one person that doesn't want to stimulate the economy. And now we have the United Auto Workers. They're on strike. Hollywood's on strike. And you know what happens? It makes the news. It makes the news because they're on strike. Well, what are they striking for? Money. Get that some praise. You know who the strike? The Senate can they did not go on strike. They were murdered, minced, raped, set fire to, sold off. Imagine, imagine when you when you hear about these Amber Alerts when a kid goes missing. Usually a white kid, and they'll put her on the news time after time again until somebody can find out, and then the and then the law enforcement will say there's even a reward if you can lead to information that leads to finding out what happened to that person. Well, the best senator in the United States, California Senator Stephen Bradford, he's authored what's called the Ebony Alert for when young black girls go missing and black kids go missing. And it's amazing how that happens too many times. But what I'm what I want to also make sure 
is that as Hollywood's on strike, and I think even Drew Barrymore decided not to cross the picket line because she didn't want to be the oddball and, and usurping the power of the union. Well, the United Auto Workers, they're on strike because some of them say they can't even afford to buy the car they're making. Well, I have a, I have a solution. Would you like to hear it? Oh, there you go, Big C, with your solutions. Well, my solution is lower the price of the cars. Lower the price of the cars, and you don't have to make so much money to afford the car. Even used cars are costing more money. Whatever happened to the day where you could go down to the to the local car dealership and maybe not buy the brand new car or hoopty or whip, as the young kids call it, whip, but you can find something that you could afford to get you from A to Z. What about there? How about that? United Auto Workers, give that some praise. I say lower the car, lower the cost of cars. Look at what it cost to buy a car in the year 2000 compared to what it cost to buy that same car in the year 2023. Oh, there you go again, Big C. What about inflation? Well, inflation is one thing, but you know, most most companies, uh, most stores, they will sell more produce when they say we have a sale that's 50% off. Over the weekend, people go down and buy up all they buy up all the toilet paper. <laughs> if you can get toilet paper fifty percent off, next thing you know, you can have them get leaves, tree leaves. But at the same time, if you lower the price, then you'll sell more products, and that's that's my thought because the consumer, if a car costs you thirty thousand dollars today in two thousand twenty-three, that same car may have cost you in two thousand not thirty thousand dollars, but maybe nineteen thousand dollars. Or maybe 18000 same car. So next thing you know, if we don't change that that $30,000 car in 2023, by 2033, what if it costs $40,000? You can only you can only raise the wages so much. Even housing. Housing now, a house that may cost you $500,000 a day in 2023, in 2000, it may have only cost $250,000. Well, that's the cost of living going up. So my proposal is instead of trying to say we're going to pay everyone more money, how about lower the price of some of those products, if that makes sense to you? That's just my opinion, because there has to be a meeting, a meeting of the minds. And at the same time, when we talk about reparations, you got to have reparations now, reparations forever. you got to have that. you got to have where reparations will stimulate the economy. And I'm saying to United Auto Workers, if all of you stood behind the fact that Reparations will stimulate our, our economy. Why do you want to ask for a raise, but you don't support reparations? Support reparations. For the sin of the child of slavery, just like our Jewish brethren got reparations. That's my story. I'm sticking with it. I know everybody's trying to find a solution, but that's, that's my solution. Well, now, as I get into some football, I know everybody has their thought on what's going on in the world of sports. I love it too, as much as anybody else tonight. We got some Monday night football, and it's the Saints versus the Panthers, and then the Browns versus the Steelers. To me, that's too much on Monday night. I would rather see those teams play over the weekend and have one Monday night football game, but almost the week two of the NFL season, and we get another doubleheader, the Saints and Panthers, and the Browns and Steelers. I don't expect them to be really interesting. Every week we have big games. The 49ers and Rams was a big game, especially McVay calling a timeout 
to try to kick a field goal when they were down by 10 with four seconds left. And the point spread was seven and a half. They were down by 10 with four seconds left. And the point spread was seven and a half. They were down by 10 with four seconds left. And the point spread was seven and a half. So Vegas is like, oh my God, we got to pay out some money. And people picked that the, that the 49ers would cover that seven and a half. Whoop, there it is. Time out. Snap down, the kick is up, and the kick is good. The 49ers won, but they did not cover the spread. In Dimder Hills, California. Oh, what does that mean, Big C? 800 Gambler, if that makes sense to you, 800 Gambler. There's a lot of good about money changed hands off of, off of a field goal and not covering the spread. Got tonight, NFL Saints versus Panthers, Browns versus Steelers. What you need to know. You're looking at 65 degrees with winds at about 5 miles per hour. A kickoff already underway in Dimdare Hills. You think about these two teams, the the offense for the Saints and the Panthers. You get for the quarterbacking for the Saints, touchdown Derek Carr out of Bakersfield Christian High School in California and Fresno State. And then you have Bryce Young, the quarterback for the Carolina Panthers out of modern-day high school Santa Ana. California, the number one team in the country, and then Alabama, and now playing for the New Orleans Saints. When I think about this game, you have the Saints defense going to put a lot of pressure on, on Carolina, and it may be difficult for Young to have his best game because that defense is going to get at them. And the Saints offense isn't quite there yet. As for Miles Sanders, he had four yards per carry last week, but that's not happening tonight. He'll get his carries because a rookie quarterback cannot have a one-dimensional game plan. But I expect less than 50 yards rushing tonight for Sanders. Maybe he'll crack the 50-yard barrier. And I'm telling you, when you think about Bryce Young, he's going to be a great quarterback in the NFL for the Carolina Panthers. But without a good offensive line, it's hard to throw the ball when you're, when you're on your backside. they got to get a better way of protecting him at the line of scrimmage. That's my opinion. I think the Saints, they have the kind of team with Derek Carr. He'll find more openings in the secondary for the Panthers. And it looks to me like the Saints will go marching in. And who that say they're going to beat them Saints? Nobody. Well, that's my opinion. I'm sticking with it. I'm going to go with the veteran quarterback, Derek Carr, who led the Raiders to two playoff appearances in his tenure with the Raiders once in Oakland and also down in, 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 the, in Las Vegas. I think they'll have the ability to win that game tonight just because that's, I just think it will. The Panthers, Bryce Young is going to be in for a night to forget. I think Shalomar had a song called Make This a Night to Remember. It may not be a night to remember. I expect the running game to really struggle too, which leads to plenty of third and long. And it just may not look good for a rookie quarterback. At the same time, that's what the Saints want. They want a, a rookie quarterback that can get in there and maybe be rushing the ball a little bit. And I think the Saints have too much to win or to lose this game. For touchdown Derek Carr, we have a lot to learn about the passing game in this one. They got a chance to win by a touchdown, maybe even 10 points in this one. He's had success with all the receivers that he has at New Orleans. Olave, Chris Olave out of Ohio State. He leads receivers with 112 yards on the year. But Shahid is a dangerous deep threat also. Mike Thomas is also a possession receiver, former All-Pro. You can't go wrong when he drops back to throw the ball deep and get his hands in the end zone, get his, get his players in the end zone. I'm looking at, at the Saints winning that game over a young upstart Carolina team. 
Oh, Big C, there you go again with your predictions. Well, that's my story, and I'm sticking with it. I got to get to another game. The Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns, at, at my, in my, my opinion, Deshaun Watson, he was much maligned the last year because he came out of the, the legal garbage and didn't have his best game in week one. I think he'll play better tonight as they get better and get more adjusted to each other. Deshaun Watson has yet to regain the form as an elite passer when he played down with the Texans in Houston. And Elijah Moore, he leads the team in receiving with three catches, 43 yards. I expect this game to be mainly a rushing battle. And I think the Browns can avoid trying to go to their receivers going deep. Just turn around and give the ball to Nick Chubb and let him do his thing. I think when you look at the, the Steelers, they lead with their defense, but they were, they were beaten up pretty decisively by the 49ers and dimmed their heels last week. I don't think they'll play as poorly this week, but I still see that Cleveland has a better run-pass option. And then Deshaun Watson makes so many things difficult if you're, if you're a defensive coordinator. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season, but he may start out 0-2 just because they're playing the 49ers, which are dominant. And now they're playing the Browns, which would be, they will be a better team this year. I think when people kind of doubt the Cleveland Browns, the Browns have yet to demonstrate the desire or ability to really throw the ball deep downfield. But I think they'll have a chance in this game to just keep running the ball. It should be a low-scoring game because they usually play good defense both sides of it. And Garrett will have a field day, in my in my opinion, against Pickett. But I do see the Steelers falling to 0-2, and I may be wrong, but that's just the story that I'm going to go with, and I'm going to stick with it. That's my that's my conclusion with Big C's thoughts on Monday Night Football. And now, now back my popular to the man, Big C's thoughts on what happened in week two of the NFL. Give that some praise. Football is back. Yes, you can buy a $10 hot dog. You can buy a $10 slice of pizza and a $12 libation if that makes sense to you. But what I saw last night, as I mentioned on today's show, with the NFL commissioner, the great Roger Goodell, saying, in, in racism. And the way you end racism is you honor President Abraham Lincoln. With the Emancipation Proclamation, he offered 40 acres and a mule. I'm not saying I want a mule, but I wouldn't mind having, I wouldn't mind having 40 acres. And I wouldn't mind having the reparations. Just like our Jewish brethren. I'm proud of the NFL for making a statement because some people don't even talk about it. They think, oh, there's no such thing as racism. We all know that the Homestead Act 1862 gave a, over 276 million acres of land away to white people and white Europeans. What if they'd given that money and that land to black Americans, descendants of child of slavery? That would have changed the economy for people of color, but they said no. And for what Roger Goodell the most powerful sports league in the United States. Who can say they don't want to address the need for reparations? Give him some praise. He doesn't please anybody. I think he makes about $60 million a year. He's getting his reparations. He's getting his reparations every year. Being the, the commissioner of a league that's full of black men. Makes him about $60 million a year. And I appreciate him coming out saying something. What if corporate America did the same thing? What if the United Auto Workers would come out and say, I know we want to get we want to get more wages for our workers, but how about reparations now? Reparations forever! It just will. 
The way the Homestead Act stimulated the white economy, gave them land. When you got land, you go to the bank and get a loan against that land. There's a, what, what a novel idea. Week two recap of the NFL. What we learned last night at Gillette Stadium. Bob Kraft, president and CEO of the New England Patriots. In racism on the back of the end zone, it takes all of us. For a city like Boston that's had such an issue with racial inclusion, I want to give that some praise for the Patriots and the NFL to even put that on the end zone. And now we gotta help we gotta help champion reparations. That's the real that's the real deal when people come in. The Dolphins dropped the Patriots to 0-2 for the first time since 2001. Think about that when it comes to who was the, the reason that the 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 Patriots were so dominant for 20 years with Tom Brady. I wasn't close, Coach Bill Belichick. Bill was asked, what are you going to do with the Patriots to get on track because you're down 0-2? He said, well, we're going to have to play better football and we're going to we're gonna have to score more points at our point. <laughs> That's what he said. And he's right. The Kansas City Chiefs touchdown Patrick Mahomes got back to his winning ways as Big C said he would against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The J-E-T-S, just, 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 they were no match for him. How about those Cowboys? I saw Jerry Jones looking like he was he was getting through the pain of that sciatic nerve, if that makes sense to you, as they blitzed the, the New York Jets. And then, how about the Buffalo Bills? The Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen bounced back. I'm telling you, they beat the, the Las Vegas Raiders. And Jimmy Garoppolo, as much as he's been given an opportunity to start for the 49ers and now an opportunity to start for the Las Vegas Raiders. He has the same the same issue where he will get happy feet and he'll just throw the ball up in the air hoping that his team will get it. And I thought it was a shame that he took Devontae Adams, the best receiver for the Raiders, in my opinion, since, since Tim Brown and Jerry Rice. And he threw a pass into triple coverage. You got to protect your... Your future Hall of Fame receiver in Devontae Adams. But Jimmy G threw the ball in the triple coverage, and Devontae went out for the pass and tried to grab the catch. And then he got it was a bad penalty. It was a cheap shot. He got targeted by a Buffalo Bill defender. But if you're throwing in the triple coverage, you're not protecting your receiver. And people won't give Colin Kaepernick a chance. Isn't that something? But now Devontae Adams is in concussion protocol. He was trying to get a ball that the quarterback, you can't do that to your top receiver. You just can't do that. But he did it again. Did it again. I hope I hope Devontae Adams is going to be okay. And then you have, how about those Giants? They had an amazing comeback. I think it's the biggest come, comeback in the history of the Giants down in Arizona. They came back and got that win. Saquon Barkley may be out for a week or two with a hitch in his giddy up, if that makes sense to you. And then you have the Tennessee Titans. They took down, they took down the Chargers. Yeah, Big C said they would. All's fair in level where I took you can't go down to the south and let them give you give you their Gatorade. <laughs> the Chargers played a little bit sluggish, but they did go to overtime. And the Titans got they got that moonshine edge, if that makes sense to you. Don't let this smooth taste fool you. That moonshine will slow you down, if that makes sense to you. And then, and, and I want to tell you, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they stay unbeaten behind touchdown maker Mayfield. 317 yards passing, give him some praise. You got to give him some praise. All fair and number one. Really do appreciate that. The week two of the NFL provided us with it. With the Eagles win over the Minnesota Vikings, that also covered the spread. 
because the Eagles were favored by six and a half, and they won by six. Oh, Big C, there you go again with your spreads. Well, I'm just telling you, 800 gamma, be careful if you're putting your rent money or your mortgage money on some of these games. How are you down by three touchdowns and you lose by six and the point spread six and a half? 800 gambler. Just give me, just just tell me what that means to you. Because some things make it go whom. Arsenio Hall told us about that. But at the same time, among the best games this weekend, it included the Kansas City Chiefs. They were dominated, and I told you with Chris Jones back as the best defensive player on the Chiefs. He didn't play in the first game against the Detroit Lions, as Big C told you the Lions would win that game. Oh, how do you know, Big C? Well, you can Google what I said. At the same time, they also had Travis Kelsey, the best receiver on the Chiefs, and he came back, and that led to a win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then the Bengals, they gave touchdown Joe Burrow the most money in the history of the universe. And now the Bengals are 0-2. You can give a quarterback all the money in the world, but if you don't have an offensive line that can keep you from throwing the ball while you're on your backside, it doesn't it doesn't make much difference if that makes sense to you. The Jets quarterback touched down Zach Wilson out of BYU. He threw three interceptions against the Dallas Cowboys. How about those Cowboys? The Cowboys are good. I mean, Dak Prescott, he, he looked like they might want a statue of him outside of that stadium down in Texas, AT&T Stadium, if that makes sense to you. The Cowboys in a blowout win over the J-E-T-S Jets Jets Jets. I was really impressed with Parsons, who plays like Lawrence Taylor. Number 11 for the Dallas Cowboys. That good old boy reminds me of Lawrence Taylor. About the same size, maybe faster, a lot younger now. I'm not saying Lawrence Taylor can play like him if Lawrence Taylor came back today. But when Lawrence Taylor was in his prime, tell me if you don't see that in Parsons. Number 11 for the Dallas Cowboys. Just watch number 11. He is all over the field. If he's not getting a sack, he's making pressure, putting pressure on the quarterback. He's chasing guys down from the backside. That brother can play. Dallas looks really good, if that makes sense to you. And then when I think about Denver Hills, oh, my goodness. I feel bad for the Denver Broncos because the Broncos... I'm telling you, they were down, I think I think they were down 13. Now, I may be wrong, but I think they were down 13 with about five minutes to play or so. Well, they came back, and they got to within two points. And I thought, oh, there it is again. But they were favored by, I think, three and a half. They ended up losing. They were, they were trying to tie it with a... With a with the two-point conversion at the end of the game, which would have pushed them into overtime. Maybe they kick a field goal. If they kicked the field goal, they would have only won by three. They were favored by three and a half. They still would not have covered the spread. But the, the Washington Commanders took care of that. They went into Dimdare Hills, Colorado, and they got a win. What, a, what an amazing game. This, the Broncos, they, they lost. They lost despite completing a, a last-second Hail Mary for a touchdown. They scored with no time on the clock. It was just an amazing game. Congratulations to the Washington Commanders. And then finally, sending the Dolphins and quarterback Tua Tungvaliola. They held up the Patriots to stay undefeated at 2-0 in first place in the AFC East. The Dolphins in the recap. The Dolphins and, and, and down there in, in the Sunshine State. The land of Scarface, if that makes sense to you. The Dolphins 24, the Patriots 17 up in Foxborough. The great 
Raheem Mostert, he carried 18 sacks, 121 yards, and two touchdowns to help Miami improve to 2-0. And now the 72 Dolphins, they're thinking, wait a minute. The expect to start to tighten up, wondering if this, team's, if this team can tie the record from the 72 Dolphins. I don't think it can. But what it means for the Dolphins, Miami is not all offense. While Tua Tungabayola and company had a nice night at Gillette Stadium watching in racism, give the sign for in racism some praise at the back of the end zone. How about reparations now and reparations ever? But the Dolphins' defense bounced back like the no-name defense that they were in 1972. They allowed 34 points to the Chargers. This, the Los Angeles Chargers. That was in week one in Demdale Hills, California. In week two, New England managed just 288 yards. And they turned the ball over twice. Miami should feel good about its entire operation. But I'm telling you, this team, the Dolphins, they're going to challenge Buffalo for the AFC East. And if Tua Tagovailoa can stay healthy, they have a good chance of winning that division, if that makes sense to you. And what it means for the Patriots, New England has to find a creative way to get explosive plays. How about Colin Kaepernick? You got a guy in Mac Jones that likes to throw the ball to the other team. And then Colin Kaepernick gets a run pass option. You know, a lot like Tua Tungavaiola. A lot like Allen up in Buffalo. Well, there's a guy out there, he can't, he can't do any worse than Mac Jones. His name is Colin Kaepernick. You said in racism on the end zone, give Colin Kaepernick a call and give him some praise. Unless you want to go to Orange Reef. Let the man compete for a job. The reason has to find a way to get a quarterback who doesn't throw the ball to the other team. Mac Jones was only 31 of 42 passing for only 231 yards. He was five yards per attempt. That's, that's not going to help you do anything but get knocked out of the playoffs, Coach Belichick. Give Colin Kaepernick a call and see if he can beat. Colin Kaepernick! Yeah. Colin Kaepernick set the record. He holds the record for the most yards rushed for and passed for in an NFL playoff game against Green Bay. Did it at Counter-Strike Park. And he can't get a job. And you got guys throwing the ball to the wrong team. It's all fair and love and war. That's my story. And I'm thinking with it. You got to figure out what you're going to do. Because if you don't figure it out, you're not going to make the playoffs. Everybody has their own thoughts about that. What did I tell you? Just go to dip their heels. And, and Levi... South, otherwise known as SoFi Stadium, about 70,000 fans saw the 49ers knock out the Rams, and out of those 70,000 fans, about 50,000 were red and gold. I told you there's gold in Denver Hills. How, how do they do that? How do the 49ers travel down south about 400 miles and have more fans in the stadium than the Los Angeles Rams? I mean, what it means for the 49ers and Bang Bang Niner game, no team has a better running game than the 49ers who can beat you in so many ways. On Sunday, the 49ers, they ran for 160 yards. They averaged 5.8 yards a carry. They had 188 yards. Think about that. Five yards per carry. Five and a half yards per carry. And if quarterback touchdown Brock Hurdy can make easy plans, and, and not overthrow Debo Samuel, who was wide open down the middle. And then he overthrew Brandon Ayuk, who was wide open in the flat. That was two more touchdowns they would have had. He didn't have his best game, but they were up by 10 until the Rams called a timeout with four seconds left down by 10 to kick a field goal. 
and that means the Niners did not cover the points. But I'm having fun with this. It all make, it all makes sense to me, if that makes sense to you. Curry, why does it matter if they kick the field goal and, and now the Niners don't cover the spread? I told you, 800 gamma. Keep your money in your pocket, if that makes sense to you. What it means, the Los Angeles Rams might have found a gem in fifth round receiver Puka Nukua out of BYU. He caught 10 passes, 119 yards in his NFL debut. And he was successful against the Niners. He reminded me of David Castle for the Raiders back in the day. 15 catches, 147 yards. They just didn't want him to get beat deep. If the Rams could get Cooper Cup healthy next month, quarterback Matthew Stafford had a nice weapons to throw to. But he was also picked off twice by a fistful of goal known as the 49ers defense. If that makes sense to you, all's fair in level where week three got the Giants at the 49ers at Levi Stadium. 8.20 p.m. kickoff, East Coast time Thursday, and the Rams were at the Bengals, 7.15 p.m., East Coast time kickoff Monday. How about those Cowboys, 30, the New York Jets, 10, and what it means for Zach Touchdown Wilson is not going to get it done unless New York scores in unconventional ways. Wilson had a 68-yard touchdown pass to Garrett Wilson, but otherwise he was 2 of 27. 2 of 27? 170 yards. Give Colin Kaepernick a call. Oh, there you go, Colin Kaepernick. You got guys that can't go for 200 yards and you don't make them compete? Give the man a call and, and prove that racism, you're going to end racism. You just let him have a tryout. Oh, there you go again, Big C, giving people tryouts. Give the man a tryout and see if he can throw for over 200 yards and maybe run for over 50 yards and help your team win. Because good old boy Wilson was 12 or 27, which is less than 20, less than 50%, people. He was 12 or 20, that's less than 50%. Only 170 yards. You got guys in high school throwing for 350, and he threw three interceptions. Oh, we don't want to give Colin Kaepernick a call because we want to end racism, prove it. And I'm telling the Dallas Cowboys, they look good, but they always look good. It means that Dallas will continue to challenge Philadelphia and Michael Parsons. He reminds me of Lawrence Taylor. I was saying it last year. He's leading the way. He already has three sacks in two games. And against Newark, against the, the, the J-E-T-S Jets, the New York Jets, he had three tackles for a loss. He had four quarterback hits. He had two sacks. He had a forced fumble. And he recovered a fumble. Give that brother some praise. How you play defense. The Chiefs 17, Jaguars 9, touchdown. Patrick Mahomes had a pair of touchdowns on a 28th birthday to lead the Chiefs past the Jacksonville Jaguars. They were getting buck wild in Jacksonville. It means the Chiefs, they have a chance in that defense starting to become what they have always been. Get Chris Jones in the game, and he finds the quarterback by any means necessary, if that makes sense to you. Chris Jones, he had a, a sack and a half with a tackle for a loss. And that good up boy makes a difference on that defensive line. That's my story, and I'm sticking with it. I really like Kansas City, and they play the Bears next. That's another win for those good up boys. The Washington Commanders, 35. The Denver Broncos, 33. And Denver Hills, what a game. Denver scored with no time left in the clock. It was 0-0-0. Zero, zero, zero. Give 0-0-0 zero, zero, zero some praise. And they scored. And then they tried to score the two-decker version. And it went awry. And the Commanders came back and won that game. Touchdown, Russell Wilson. I'm telling you, the Commanders, in their first two games, they have nine sacks. They got six of Russell, Russell Wilson. 
and they come from behind win. That combination of Darren Payne and Jonathan Allen and Chase Young, they're like they're like the team of back in the 80s that were going to Super Bowls. Uh, I'm not saying they're going to the Super Bowls, but Eric Bieniemy is doing a good job with that offense, isn't he? Yep, and he couldn't get a head coaching job. All-strand level war. What it means for the Broncos, Sean Payton, a Super Bowl winning coach, but this might test everything inside of him. Denver had a 21-3 lead against the quarterback making his third career start and then was promptly outscored 32-6. 32-6! And something's wrong with Denver. At least, at least, at least Russell Wilson could go home to Sierra and say, turn off the lights and light a candle. You see, there's something, I, something I've been wanting to do to your baby. Turn them off. And maybe she say, there are no more turning off the lights until you win a game. People do what they want to do. And then it's a bird. It's a plane. No, I'm Superman. Mark Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens and Denver Hills, they beat touchdown Joe Burrow. And the Cincinnati Bengals 27-24. And what it means for the Ravens? It means that they, they won't end up in any, any barbecue grills soon. Superman Lamar Jackson, he looks far more comfortable this weekend. I'm telling you, they, they, they're even without star alignment, Tyler Lunderbaum and Ronnie Staley. Jackson, Superman Jackson threw for 237 yards and two touchdowns while rushing for another. 57 yards. Give that brother some praise. Superman Jackson outperformed the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. People keep pushing touchdown Joe Burrow. But Superman, when Superman comes to town, you're going you're gonna to need more than kryptonite to score him down. That makes sense to you. It means the Bengals' rushing defense is a major issue, and the Ravens and the Browns are maybe the two worst opponents to face in that regard. But Cincinnati's been gassed for 384 yards on 77 carries. People are averaging 4.9 yards per carry. I can play defense for the Bengals, and I got a static nerve, if that makes sense to you. How about those Titans with a 27-24 win over the Los Angeles Chargers? Man, what a game that was. It went to overtime, but the Chargers have no, no pass defense. The Chargers allowed a week one high of 466 passing yards. You throw for 466 yards. And that defense needs some some bears. Maybe 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 they'll get Ronnie Lott to come out of retirement if that makes sense to you. And then the Titans and 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 Ryan Tannehill, they did their thing. The veteran quarterback, 20 of 24, 246 yards and a touchdown. The Chargers are off to another bad start. Again, they played Miami's undefeated. They got Tennessee, which now one and one. But you give up too many passing yards. You can't. You can't, you just can't succeed that way. You just can't. That's my opinion. I'm sticking with it. I got to get you the Chargers and Viking next week. But as, a, as, a, as I kind of feel for the Raiders, because their best receiver, Devontae Adams, is now in concussion protocol. Because Jimmy Garoppolo, who gets more favor than, than Colin Kaepernick, he keeps throwing receivers into triple coverage. Why? You got three defenders around your best receiver, and you throw it to him, and he's stretched out and gets hit in the head. If you got three defenders on one receiver, that means your other receivers and tight ends are open. What it means for the Raiders? Same old Raiders. If Las Vegas is going to be competitive this season, it starts with Jimmy Garoppolo not making huge mistakes. 
leading 7-0 with the ball early. He threw an interception deep in his own territory. And they won't give Colin Kaepernick a chance. We got to end racism, right? Got to end racism. The Seattle Seahawks 37, the Detroit Lions 31 in an overtime game. Pete Carroll really goes to 0-2. And you get Tyler Lockett more involved with his team. Big adjustments, big play with the Seattle Seahawks. And DK Metcalf is a is a stud of a receiver. But I, I love the way they came back and they bounced back up in the the city of is Detroit called the city of brotherly love? No, but it's called it's called the city of the Bat Boys. And the Seahawks went in there and got a win. Now I said, if you put a Seahawks in the cage with a real lion. I thought I thought a lion would maul the Seahawks. But this is a different kind of Seahawk. It went in there and mauled the Lions. And they did it in 37-31 in overtime. Geno Smith struck at week one, 112 yards passing. But he had a big adjustment. Tyler Lockett got more involved. And the Seahawks looked pretty good. I had them my second place team in the NFC West. But the Rams already beat them. So they're one-on-one. We'll see what happens. They play the Panthers next. The Giants 31-28 over the Cardinals in Arizona. And what it means for New York, the New York showed they had a lot of fight in them. And Daniel Jones signed a questionable four-year, $160 million extension in the offseason. They got beat 40-0 by the Cowboys. And then they went to the desert, and they got right. They were down 20-0 at halftime. Isn't that something? But they came back at 17-21, 259 yards in the second half. And the Jets, the Jets could learn from the Giants. Throw the ball more. And what do you say about Arizona? I don't know what you say about them. What do you say about Kyler Murray rehabbing from a torn ACL? Arizona's a young team. Joshua Dodds under center was 21 to 31, 228 yards. And running back James Conner was 23 carries, 106 yards. And they just got they got they got beat at their own backyard. And it doesn't look good for the Cardinals. The Atlanta Falcons, 25-24 over the Green Bay Packers. What about the Falcons? Atlanta, as a unit, allowed 446 total yards, including four consecutive scoring drives before they kneel down to end the game. And the Packers are going to fight for the NFC North. The defense must be terrific and find its way. They have a good team, but you got to give you got to get some credit to the good boys, the dirty birds down in Atlanta. Tampa Bay Buccaneers 27, the Bears 17. Get rid of those orange jerseys. Doesn't make any sense. Chicago spent the offseason adding guard Nate Davis and tackle Darnell Wright along with receiver DJ Moore. But they just don't have a good play right now from quarterback Justin Fields. He was sacked six times. Now, he can't block and pass for himself, but sacked six times. The offensive line is not that good, and they got beat by 10 points, and it could have been worse. Touchdown Baker Mayfield. If he continues to play good football, he's going to get... He's going to get Tampa competing for that NFC South division, if that makes sense to you. Indianapolis Coast 31, the Texans 20, all fair and love and war. Anthony Richardson had two rushing touchdowns, and he's going to have to get some, some he got a little, little, little hitch in his giddy up, all fair and love and war. The Texans under defensive-minded coach D'Amico Ryans, they cannot allow 90 yards rushing and a half, leading to 28 points. They'll get better, but it's going to take some time. That's my story. And I'm sticking with it. I know everybody has it on, so give that some praise. The biggest game over the weekend for college football was Colorado in an overtime win versus Colorado State. Deion Sanders, prime time, being all over the news. I want to give that game some praise. What a game it was. The Hunters knocked out for a couple of weeks with a cheap shot. 
that Shadur Sanders had another big game for Colorado. What an exciting environment. But I think the big game now is I'll cover it and Big C Sports tomorrow, college football preview. They go up to Oregon, and you have a buffalo and a duck. Now, in my opinion, if you put a buffalo and a duck in a real cage, I think I think a buffalo would maul a duck. But not so fast. These are mighty ducks. It might be the first loss of the Colorado Buffalo in the season. But who knows? That's why they play to win the game. That's my story, and I'm sticking with it. Well, as I always tell you, if you're going to drink, don't drive. If you're going to drive, don't drink. Because mothers against drunk drivers are mad. And fathers against drunk drivers are mad. It's one of the easiest things not to do. Call Uber. Call Lyft. You can walk it off. You can, you can, you can sleep it off. Don't let someone you love drink and get behind the wheel of a car. The life you save may be your own or somebody you love. That's my story, and I'm taking with it. Well, you know what time it is. As I always tell you, back in the day, there's a man known by the name of Drew Boudini Brown. He was known as Muhammad Ali's right-hand man. He would always tell Ali, with all you got to lose, how can you lose? You float like a butterfly. You stink like a big rumble, young man. Rumble. Obviously, I'm so pretty. I can't possibly be beat. Because all the Big C Burgers, they make me light on my feet. That's why I float like a butterfly. And I stink like a being on all these rumbling. Love Ali. My beautiful mother always says, there's never ever an excuse for racism or domestic violence. Even the NFL says in racism. My mother told me that when I was growing up. No man, woman, or child should ever have to do with that garbage on their own. You know anybody going through that garbage, pick up the phone and call 911. Things change when the police show up. No man, woman, or child should ever have to go through that crap. That's my opinion, and I'm sticking with it. We'll back by popular demand. As I always tell you, on every BC Sports, I thank you, I appreciate you, and I hope that you have a super fantastic day, as I always do. What President Abraham Lincoln said, everybody say it with me, say reparations now, reparations forever, say it like your team just won the game, say it loud and proud, reparations now, reparations forever. Well, the NFL almost got it right. They said, in racism, it takes all of us. Let's do what President Abraham Lincoln said. When he said, reparations now, reparations forever. I thank you. I appreciate you. And I hope that you have a super fantastic day.